0: The Eagles are again. Super Bowl champions, champions. Eagles fans friends. everywhere, never been this ain't for make you. Amends. If Let shit was at an 8, we like, to we like to, we like to, so yeah. so it's it's eight, eight, we like to, we like to, so yeah, so it was so at an 8, eight we like to we make it, it go 10, one to set the scene, I'm going up all the way, like you're talking, there's nothing else left to say Drizzy by the drop, the game is in disarray I tell you, hear me out, but we both know end of the day Your sister is pressing play, your trainer is pressing play Your wifey, your wifey, your wifey, your wifey I gotta breathe real deep when I catch an attitude I gotta hold other level that I can tap into Max said they only blessed when they attached to you The only dead beats is whatever beats I've been rapping to And the product is still the best though It's only good in my city
1: because I said so. It's the Life of a Philly Fan Podcast. I'm Aiden Powers. I'm here with Vince Sion. And Vince, last time we talked, I guess we got it right when we said this is going to be a one-possession game on Sunday against the Lions. Here we are at 1-2. and (laughs) I mean, credit to us. We couldn't have been more correct. Couldn't have been more spot on with the inverse of what happened. I mean... Does it, I mean, we're right, so does it doesn't matter. At, if we could, we'll. At, you know, in this day and age, everybody moves the goalpost, so we'll just move it uh, to fit what was going on with us. But wow, wow, a must-win in week four. How did we get here so soon? I feel like we just started recording these, and we're already in desperation times. It's crazy.
0: Uh, I had to live tweet the game as a homework assignment because that's uh, cause I'm in a real I'm in a real major. And, um, it would like, you can see this, like the, the sharp drop off in my mood around like the third quarter when I, it's when I started to feel like something's going to go horribly
1: wrong. My, sh- my mood deteriorated very, very quickly in the first half with all the mistakes that went on. And it's really hard to get excited when every time they do something exciting, then it automatically drops off into something bad. For instance, people have been complaining all season, all the way actually back into last season, about not scoring points in the first quarter. Fox made a big deal about it on Sunday, and then they they come out, they have a great drive for three points. All right, all's well and good. Immediately give up a a kickoff return for a touchdown. Immediately.
0: Yeah, that wasn't great.
1: Yeah, it's this one step forward, two steps back that I absolutely hate. It's like watching the 2019 Phillies, which is really, really tough to say. But, I mean, the, the mental mistakes are, are just ridiculous. Anytime the Phillies score a run, the starting pitcher, whatever bum they put out there that's not named Aaron Nola, immediately gives up runs and can't get a shutdown inning. Watching the Phillies – oh, God. Watching the Eagles play on Sunday, I was, like, comparing them to the 2019 Phillies in my mind, and that really hurt to stomach.
0: Uh, you just mixing up – saying Phillies instead of Eagles is, like, when my grandma would call me my uncle's name, but it was, like <laughs> – the uncle that was like a, he was like a bad kid and i'd be like what what is that supposed to mean yeah
1: what does that mean what is the connotation behind you comparing me to him what is the connotation between me thinking of this 2019 Phillies team that is painfully mediocre mediocre and <laughs> comparing it to the Eagles on the field in week 3 that is scary to me but it's true. You know, I haven't walked away from one game this year. I know it's earlier in the season. We're only in week four. We've only played three games. But I haven't walked away yet saying, we got beat by a team that's more talented than us. They just flat out had more talent than us that day. It hasn't happened yet. And you know what? If it happened against Green Bay, I would completely un- understand that. And that would be my mindset, leaving that game. But leaving these games against the Falcons, against the Lions, I felt, wow, we just beat ourselves. We just handed them a win.
0: Yeah, none of the teams that the Eagles played won the game. The Eagles just lost every game. They,
1: exactly, you're right. They just lost the game. They killed their own momentum every chance they got, especially in the first half of games. It's it's incredible. We talking about here the trying to think
0: already. of. I'm sitting here trying to think of who we lost to in week one, but we beat the Redskins. But we're like that game was so bad. I, like, immediately, I, like,
1: we put ourselves in a 17 nothing hole. i remember like
0: every time I think about like this, I'm they're three and and0 in my head. 3, they're 0 and 3 in my head. That's how bad this team is.
1: You could, they could be 3 and 0 or 0 and 3 in your head. That's the crazy part about it. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's the NFL though. That's what, that's the beauty and the struggle of the NFL is a play here and there, boom, boom, bing, bang, boom, and you're 3 and 0 or you're 0 and 3. It's just a few plays here and there. And right now they're just not making enough winning plays. That's such a cliche. But like I said, with the momentum killers, they just beat themselves, and those start to stack up. There's I think one they fumble, then there's two fumbles. <laughs> then there's seven drops.
0: So many fucking drops. Uh-huh. It felt like, were you having like Vietnam War flashbacks of 2016?
1: Yes, <laughs> because I remember doing a podcast um, before your time, before you were born. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and I remember using that, that, that term, the one step forward, two steps back. Because it was a 7-9 and team, and they were mediocre, um, just how I felt watching them on Sunday. And thinking they'd do something good, but they just don't have the overall talent uh, to, put, to string together positive plays. There would always be one positive play, and you're like, all right, we're getting things going. They'd make two negative ones. That's what it felt like on Sunday, so it is very painfully uh, um, equal to how I felt in 2016 watching that team play. Except the problem is this team on paper is way more talented than that team.
0: I don't know what – I mean, definitely more talented on paper when they're healthy. But, like, I don't know what True, it is. when they're healthy. I don't know what it is about Philly teams that they all just ride momentum so hard. Like, I don't know if it's just because I only watch the Philly teams. Like, I only, like, personally – not personally, but, like, I only, like, know the Philly teams inside and out. Or if it's just because I pay attention to this stuff. But like, I I could be the only person that thinks this, but it feels like, well, I don't know any person on the Flyers, but <laughs> the Eagles, Sixers, and Phillies all feel like they ride momentum more than any other team.
1: Uh, I I think it's true for a lot of teams. It's just that we don't have, we really haven't had a team go on a crazy hot streak like some other cities have, where they since just the end off. of the the end of yeah. the
0: Sixers season in.
1: When they yeah, won, and like, that's seventeen. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, and that that was such a building block for that team, because um, that, that was the the season before they were they were mediocre. Uh, I guess that's the theme of the show today. Uh, but they were blossoming. Um, ben Simmons didn't play that year, and then all of a sudden, that was the culmination of all those young guys really staking their claim as the moment that they were there, and that's the last time I do remember like a hot streak like that. Um, and pu- at the, before Wentz got hurt in the Super Bowl season too. Uh, but you're right, momentum is just key for really any city, any team, and we kill it ourselves. It's one of those things where you look at the stat sheet and you say, how did, how did they lose that game? And then you look at the turnovers and the drops and the penalties and you're like, all right, that makes sense. But if you look at total yardage, we moved the ball time and time again and then we just killed ourselves with penalties. And the Miles Sanders thing, Uh, That's another thing we talked about last week. We said if there was a week for Jordan Howard to be on this team, it would be it. Mm -hmm. And we were right in a multitude of ways because we're using a rookie running back who is just ineffective. And that was part of the problem on Sunday, led to the turnover. I thought that was the turning point in the game because you thought you were getting things going. You thought you had that momentum that you talked about, Vince, and all of a sudden it was gone.
0: Yeah, I heard an argument today. It was like, but Miles Sanders had more yards per carry than Jordan Howard. And everyone Everyone was like, What? He was like, Yeah, you had more he had more yards per carry. Like it was the right decision, keeping him in and everyone like I was like, Are, were you watching the game? I don't they, care they, what the numbers <laughs> say. Yeah. Were you watching the game?
1: Yeah, honestly yeah, do an eye test. Who who they had that one drive where it was such classic Eagles when they after they had gone down seven to three, they had a really nice bounce back drive and they were using Jordan Howard a lot. And it's the infamous Jordan Howard run over a guy for eleven yards drive where everyone was like wow, that's the kind of running we were looking for. Why aren't we using this guy? He scores the touchdown on that drive, and yeah. then we don't go back to him until Miles Sanders has the fumbles issue, and then they're like, all right, he can't play. They, may, they pretty much make the executive decision in the second half that he can't play.
0: I don't know why after the first touchdown, he, Jordan Howard isn't the only one to touched the ball for the rest of the game.
1: Yeah, you'd think with those running backs you could ride the hot hand, and if Miles Sanders were the hot hand – that would that would be fair to keep him in but it's just not in uh, week after week after week it's been 3 weeks and i have not seen one time where i look at that kid and i say to myself nfl ready it's, i just don't
0: no not i like you can definitely see little bits and like even last week you could see like little bits and pieces where you're like okay that like he could turn into a decent running back once he like learns Learns. Uh, learn that, is the key yeah. word.
1: You are right. Talent, learn. fine. Is the Doug? Learning, yeah.
0: Is Doug not his father's son? Like, run the ball, dude.
1: Yeah, it's just, like you said with Miles, learn is the key. He is still in that stage as a young, as a young running back, and a lot, of, a lot of young running backs do this where they've been faster than everyone their entire lives. So they could bounce the ball outside anytime they wanted to and break off a big run just because their speed could not be topped by anyone on the defensive speed well guess what now you're in the nfl now everyone's fast as fuck so here we are he keeps trying to do that you see him try to bounce it outside a lot instead of hitting the hole with with some vigor and here we are ineffective and, and if it's one of those things you think will be fine but he's got to learn
0: if only he had uh, a, I guess a league leading rusher for the last three years and one of the top all time all purpose yards leaders on the team to look up to and like see what they do in the game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think and I think we're gonna get a lot of Jordan Howard on Thursday again. I, I said we yeah. said that last week, and of course we we're, think we're, that. we're gonna be wrong. We think that because it just seems right. Yeah, but every time but what's going on in right? practice that what are we yeah what are we missing? Every time something seems right, they're not doing. It just feels like the opposite so happens. What, I, what's the missing puzzle piece? Uh, why? Frank Reich. I guess. <laughs> I it's guess. It's Mike Groh's fault. It's Mike Gro's fault. That's it's what Mike it Gro's fault. Mike Groh have, is a mile, in Miles Sanders' corner. I guess
0: we have a pass-first head coach, and we have a wide receivers coach as our offensive coordinator. So obviously they're gonna pick, or obviously Mike Gro is gonna want to pick the worst option for running back. So then they throw the <laughs> ball more.
1: Of course, it's Mike fault. (laughs) I'm I'm glad you uh, you were able to sneak in your uh, micro conspiracy theory, even though not a conspiracy theory. Yeah, not a conspiracy theory that he's just not a good coach. Uh, But I I just I'm I am going to speak it into existence that they are going to use Jordan Howard this week because um, I just I think he's safe. We need safe right now. We can't afford any more turnovers. We can't get down early again. And if you look at the stats, the the Green Bay Packers are getting off to really hot starts in the first quarter. And the point differential is crazy. And then the next three quarters, they look awful. It's pretty insane.
0: Yeah, but but look at the Eagles' point differentials in the first quarter.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, we're the complete opposite. We're terrible in the first quarter and improve as the game goes along. So this is a match made in heaven on Thursday. Um, But I want to just be safe, you know. Jordan Howard's a guy who's always going to fall forward. He is not the, the risk that a rookie is. Um, he should be able to catch out of the backfield. I know he stressed that when he came over from the Bears, that he wanted to to play more and to be u- utilized as a receiver. He had one of the drops. The drops were incredible to me. If It would just be phenomenal. If one of the Eagles' receivers could catch the game winning touchdown pass when Carson Wentz throws it to them, they would be
0: fantastic. Well, you know, if it happens that ball? again, Alshon Jeffrey or Deshaun anyone Jackson, with opposable thumbs,
1: catches that ball <laughs> in his hands. But true. In, yeah. And uh, we should get into our Jalen Ramsey discussion because J.J. Yeah. arcega Whiteside is how I got to being pro Jalen Ramsey in a weird way. Okay. Because okay, all right. So we drafted J.J. Arcega-Whiteside in the second round, along with Miles Sanders, um, and he was touted as a guy who can play basketball. You throw him up these jump balls, and he's gonna come down with it. He's a physical mismatch for all these corners. What other time? Would you need that skill, aside from the game on the line, Wentz launches it 60 yards in the air, down to the one-yard line, and you need to win a one-on-one jump ball. You're the only one on the field who had a one-on-one matchup. And you go up for the ball, it hits you in the hands with the game on the line, and you drop it. These guys, I'm starting to worry about the development of draft picks, and are we drafting the right people? Which leads me into, We know what Jalen Ramsey is. If we gave up picks for him, would it be the worst thing in the world since we're not turning these picks into anything substantial anyways? Uh,
0: That sounds a lot like something that someone said last week on this very show.
1: That's true. You did say that. (laughs) I'm here. I'm here. I'm knocking on your door. Well, welcome to the party because you don't know what the draft pick
0: is going to be and you know what Jalen Ramsey is. And this is your point, but he would also bring that, like, that spark to the team. They
1: don't have that right now.
0: They don't have any juice. They have nothing. I miss the electric slide Eagles.
1: Yeah, well, you can't
0: have the electric slide Eagles when the Eagles aren't taking the ball away.
1: Uh, that's true. That's very true. When they're not forcing turnovers, it's really hard to, to do the electric slide uh, when you're getting double-moved to death, Ronald Darby, and all of your corners are getting smoked. And like, I'm going to leave Rasul Douglas out, but they're getting smoked, and we just have no confidence as a team. The electric slide Eagles are dead, and we need them back, and I think the only one who can save it and bring us back from the dead is Jalen Ramsey.
0: I think he comes to a winner. I think he's a completely different person.
1: I still think he has blow-ups. That's I fine, think that you're just fine, at a though.
0: point where you have to live with it. Well, I are think, you fine I with think,
1: it, or do you think it's not going to happen?
0: If he does blow up, fine. Like, I think Jim Schwartz can handle it. I don't
1: think he'll have a reason to blow up, really. I, that's true. I think if he's winning, he'll be less inclined. And he's on the verge of a payday, too. Mm-hmm. So if you're if – you're, <laughs> this, like, this applies to Antonio Brown, too. But you, he got everything he wanted, and he was still blowing up. I don't think Jalen Ramsey will be like that. But I, I think Jaylen that there are Lindsay still...
0: didn't get clocked by
1: Vontez Perfect. That's true. That's very true. He did fight A.J. Green. So, a lot of run-ins with the Bengals. Yeah, but that's awesome. I know, I, but you, we need to have someone with that attitude who's just going to shove Amari Cooper just to get in his head. Yeah, so we don't much. have that right now. And I feel like a lot of those guys on the defense have that personality where, where they are hungry... Uh, they are a little bit tenacious right now. We just look timid out there and Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but this team just looked different in the past few weeks where they look timid. They don't look like they're having fun anymore. It's a confidence thing. It very much is back to momentum. Like you said before, it's a huge confidence thing. Uh, And if you don't have it, then you start, you start to, uh, to question yourself out on the field. And it really looks like a lot of the guys are doing that. And I know a lot of young guys had to play in both the secondary, the receivers, running back with miles sanders a bunch of guys look like they're questioning their next move instead of just going out and playing football
0: i think it's because every guy thinks that like the 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 next man up mentality isn't there i don't think and that relates somehow in my head and like i feel like it's because if they think if they mess up there's no one else there so they feel more pressure that they have to do it, like they have to do it right, and then when you feel that pressure, that's when you mess up.
1: I just, I get that, but at the same time, I mean, if there's no one behind you, there's no one behind you. it's pretty much like the burn the boats theory. If there's no one behind you, guess what? It's you or you die. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like so, they're playing like that right now.
0: They feel like they're playing I, really scared, doesn't. and they're playing. I don't know,
1: reserved. I guess. I think reserved is a really good word because reserved in the style of play. And reserved in the fact that you're really not seeing celebration. You're not seeing enthusiasm. You're not seeing a demeanor that says, we just won a Super Bowl. We went to the playoffs the next year. We're one of the best teams in the NFC. You really don't see that. You're playing the Lions, and the Lions were eating you up. If you're getting eaten up by Matthew Stafford, you're just not going to win a lot of games in this league.
0: That's a very good point. That
1: is a very good point. And he's not, in, he's not a bad quarterback. I'm not saying that as a diss. I'm saying that as he is a very average quarterback in this league. There mm-hmm. are a lot of very average quarterbacks coming up on this schedule. Kirk Cousins, Mitchell Trubisky. I think Dak is still teetering on average to above average. There's a lot of above average guys coming up. Josh Allen on the Bills. If we can't beat these above average to average quarterbacks, what are we doing here? If we're scared of that, if we're playing reserved against that, What's going on? What are we doing here? Are we actually going to make a playoff run if that is scaring us, that's causing us to be reserved?
0: I'm go- like, I'm going th- I was going through the next few games that they have to play, and it's all the teams you just said. It's like the mediocre to average to maybe slightly above average teams that the 2017 Eagles would have beat by 30 points. And I'm like, that could they be a loss. That, yeah. I could see that being a loss. I could see that being a loss. I mean, I could see them all going both ways. But in, like, when this team was winning, I couldn't picture them losing, and that's a problem.
1: That, yes, that is such a good way to put it. When they were winning, you couldn't even picture the loss. Now there's doubt creeping in the back of your head. And you know what? If they win on Thursday, I think that doubt gets a race for me. You got the Jets the following week. But it's just to me, um, we're at a point now, it's just so funny how the NFL goes, just three weeks in, how the pendulum swings. And some people were tweeting out the schedule and the combined record of teams coming up. But if you look past the combined record and start looking at the rosters and start looking at the teams that they're going to play, you say to yourself, if you can't beat those teams, we don't deserve to even be talking about winning a division or winning a playoff game or going back to a Super Bowl. I the I think the doubt has crept into the back of our minds. We need to erase it on on Thursday for sure. And obviously we would not like to be one and three, but the win kind of erases that doubt that people are starting to have about losing the Kirk cousins, losing the Mitchell Trubisky. What are we doing? I looked at the bills and I'm I'm not too happy about it. Well, and you know what? If if we're if we're even two and one if, if Aguilar catches that pass, if Arcega Whiteside catches that pass, if Zach, yard, if Zach Ertz could get one yard after the catch, we are not saying we're scared about Buffalo. We're saying that team is a fraud. They might be 3-0. and They're going to get their ass kicked by New England, and then we're going to go up there and do the same thing. I'd feel if better If we're even 2-1, that's I I just I don't believe in the, in the Bills at all. I mean, they won on a, on a fourth-quarter touchdown against the Bengals, who are 0-3. We lost and on ones a
0: fourth-quarter non-touchdown.
1: To the Lions, Lions are actually technically undefeated. So are the Bills. The, yeah, I know, but the, the Bills don't have the strength of schedule where uh, this early for me to, to make a clear. definitive. Yeah, I'm not
0: going to yeah, pretend I'm afraid of the Bills. I'm not afraid of the Bills. It's just I lack any confidence in this team right now. They need the for me the to problem be, for me to be confident. We need to rip off three straight wins and go into Dallas four and two and give them a fight.
1: Yeah, no, we got to win the Dallas game. Even I mean. It didn't matter what happened.
0: I don't think it's possible to win the Dallas game unless you win the next three.
1: I think even if you win two out of three. You had to win the Dallas game regardless. Like, it's one of those things. This happens in college football all the time. You can do all this stuff, all this stuff, all this stuff. You can win. You can beat Charlotte. You can beat all these these teams. You can do well in your conference. If Texas doesn't beat Oklahoma, who cares? If LSU doesn't beat Alabama, who cares? Your whole season really comes down to it. All these other things are nice, but you got to beat who you got to beat. And... The Eagles have to beat Dallas. It but doesn't matter what else is happening on the schedule. If
0: if you think about it, they're going to because there hasn't been a repeat winner in the NFC East in however many years. And yeah. that Good point. it's who else is gonna win it this year? The Giants? Daniel Jones is gonna I carry the Giants to an <laughs> yeah. NFC East title.
1: Without Saquon for two yeah. months. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so it has to be the Eagles by default. So any argument that we've been making all night, I just like any argument we've been making all night is invalid because they're going. Oh to win how the because, Oh how the
1: pendulum swings.
0: Yeah, look, look good. Right? Good for me for thinking of that just now. The Eagles Thank have you. to win. The Eagles have to win the division. Not that they have. To, they're going to. There's no other reality because who else is going to?
1: History, math, and science are all on our side. Yeah, and you analytics. Out
0: the Cowboys because of his because of the history. They can't win twice in a row until <laughs> the year after this year when the Eagles can win twice in a row because I said yes so.
1: yeah after <laughs> throw out the history books next year after we win this yeah, year
0: and then the Giants can't win because they're bad and the Redskins can't win because they're bad so because
1: they're very bad yeah somehow even worse than the Giants so yeah we're gonna win the division good good for the Eagles they're, good for the Eagles what a bounce back I can't wait to see and how they bounce gonna turn back around. Around. <laughs> yeah I know
0: right it starts this Thursday well yeah well, since they're gonna I can't wait to see how they do it I'm so excited
1: yeah, well, they, they do it by beating the Cowboys. I'll tell you that right now. Um, I, I think it's going to turn around before that. I don't know. And you know what? We may be in a position that the Cowboys were last year. That early season matchup on Sunday Night Football against them, they had, we had the, the opportunity to really put the final nail in the coffin with them, and we weren't able to do it. Um, and then they, they ripped off a, a few in a row, and all of a sudden you're, you're looking up at them and you're like, damn, like, there's no way of us catching them. They're winning this division. And it really started with that win over the Eagles. We may be in a position where they get off to the hot start. They're the team in first. They can really put us away. They don't. We win that game. We go on a run. There's a few softer uh, softer cupcake games in the back. I don't want to criticize too many teams, but that could happen. then all of a sudden, uh, we sim- share a similar arc that they did last year.
0: I just really think the Eagles are in a Scooby-Doo situation leading up to Dallas where they're going to have to rev their feet up a little bit. And uh, – <laughs> I think they're gonna have to win these three games leading up to Dallas to really. I'll take have
1: a shot. I really wanted to say they only needed two out of three because Dallas is so important, but that is such a perfect analogy. and Now all I can think about is the gang running. Yeah, I'm if, all in. Gotta go three. Just gotta run the table, baby.
0: Because if when their feet are spinning, what if like what if you what if you trip? You don't well, run.
1: Monster's gonna catch them. Yep. Exactly. The monster that is Aaron Rodgers exactly. or Kirk Cousins.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: That needs to be uh, a
0: blowout the week before Dallas.
1: Yes, oh my God, this city will be will be right back into it. Yeah, I'm if they blow the Vikings out, it just how this city feels about the Vikings, their fan base, that stadium, Kirk Cousins. They gotta go up there and kick ass.
0: Jalen Ramsey's Eagles needs to need to go in there with a ton of swag, kick their ass, and then go to Dallas with that same swag and Jalen and Ramsey.
1: Kirk Cousins throwing at Jalen Ramsey is just a nightmare for them, for us. It, I, I couldn't think of, of anything I want more in the entire world, aside from Jalen Ramsey taking a cheap shot on Amari Cooper. Yeah. It's like, you know don't that take that feeling, the wrong way. A shove, not hurting him.
0: Yeah. No, no, no one
1: wants, we don't want anyone to I care. I don't it, want anyone to you care. You know that feeling when Relative you have, like, up.
0: When you have like a really long essay that you've been like worried about for months, and you finally turn it in, and you're like, like. You just get that feeling of, like, oh, my God, I feel better Accomplishment now. Accomplishment in yeah. production, yeah. Me-, me just realizing that we could have Jalen Ramsey covering Amari Cooper gave me that feeling where I could be like, oh, okay.
1: Like, and that's part of the reason why okay. I'm in because I think it, it brings that swagger back. Another thing that we haven't discussed with him, it gets the, uh, it gets the roster younger. Yeah, this team has got, and I said that last week. I was like, don't make that move if they're requiring two first round picks because you need to get younger, especially on the defensive line. Well, guess what? Where we're at with the defensive line, we need a lot of help in a hurry. Um, so I still don't think they should give up two first round picks, but I agree with you. That sense of relief that would come from knowing Jalen Ramsey is on the field and knowing Kirk Cousins is throwing footballs with Jalen Ramsey on the field uh, is why I think they should make that move. What
0: happens if they make a move for the D line though?
1: I don't blame them. I don't How'd blame, blame them, them either.
0: But um, do you see them making two moves? How many draft picks do we have?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't. You really can't make two blockbuster moves. No. And if you made, I don't even know who would be available on the defensive line for other teams. Uh, but I feel like it's Jalen Ramsey a bust at this point.
0: I'd rather lock up the um, the secondary than the pass rush. Cause I have I have more faith in uh, Fletcher Cox and Derek Barnett to figure it out than I do the secondary,
1: and Brandon Graham and, and Brandon let's Graham. get in yeah yeah and let's get into our uh, we'll do a quick preview of Thursday night because you set it off naming those names. The reason why I'm confident going into Green Bay, which is just, on mind boggling after watching what we watched on Sunday, is because I think there are a lot of guys in the locker room who have been staples there for a long time who are the leaders on this team the people who get looked up to in that locker room who really had to look themselves in the mirror this week. Players that were uncharacteristically bad are the ones that have been the, 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 the the building blocks for this team. Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, guys like that. They're not producing at the level we're used to them producing. I think they had to look themselves in the mirror. Lane Johnson led offensive line. I think the running game has got to be better. First, the the early downs are not good. That comes back and reflects badly on the offensive line. I know they got embarrassed with that viral video of them just quitting. There are a lot of guys who for a long time have been the biggest names in that locker room who all of a sudden needed to look themselves in the mirror, and they were the problem.
0: Yeah, and are we getting Jason Peters back? Yes, because I don't know. I'm a little nervous because when really, really, really old people get sick, sometimes they die. So I was. Yeah. A little nervous. <laughs> oh no, the dog is walking off to the woods. Yeah, I was. He's they, a little bit sick. I didn't know why he came out, and then I, I saw I had I saw them that he, that I saw that they had him listed as illness. And I was like, he might not make it to
1: halftime. It's just always something. It's just. At this point, but he's I'm another like, one of those guys that's been there before. He knows what needs to be done. You need him in the game. I and I think he realizes that. I just physically don't think he can make it through games. I, I, it's just impossible for him. And I hope Dillard's okay. It sounded like it was good news, sounding like it wasn't as bad as that as it looked. Anytime someone goes down and grabs their knee, I'm not too fond of that. Uh, I can't survive another season of Vitai at at left tackle. Neither can the Eagles and neither neither can Carson Wentz. So that is another name. You are right. Jason Peters is a guy who has been one of the guys, the guys in the locker room. Um, One of the big names who has to look himself in the mirror. Physically, I don't think he can play full games. (laughs) I just don't. But you're right. That is another name who needs to produce.
0: He is, and I think, I think they just gotta get the they gotta get the swagger back, and I don't think it comes unless Malcolm Jenkins. Who Malcolm Jenkins is the only one that played well, other than Carson Wentz. But Malcolm yeah, I was about to say Malcolm yeah. Jenkins, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. I don't know. I don't know if Jason Peters has a voice in the locker room. He just comes off as kind of like
1: a quiet guy. But also, I know
0: nothing. I don't think um, he's
1: the he's a voice, but in like a in a grandfather's kind of way. It? Yeah, he's like the he's like the one chef in the the movie The Waiting. He's always smoked cigarettes in the back, and they always go to him for advice. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but that's him. He's like the OG in the back that everyone yeah. goes to for advice. He's not going to be the outspoken one who's always making the the biggest show. Yeah, but everyone knows who to like go to the the same time. Yeah, well... It's hard for him to be the, uh, the fiery guy when he's four foot five.
0: Yeah, when no one can see him. Someone's gotta, he's got to get on someone's shoulders in the middle of the huddle. Yeah, so he he
1: can't be the one who's, who stands up in the middle of everyone and gives the pep talk because he's four foot five. And everyone's like, why is the equipment manager talking to us right now?
0: Also, you got to give him that unbelievably obvious OPI because how did that little guy shove that guy so if, hard?
1: Exactly. Yeah, if, he, if, he's a foot t- if he's a foot shorter than the defender, he should be allowed to push off. That yeah. should be – make the playing field even
0: for him. Come on. Call that on Matt Collins all day, but if Darren Sproles is able to shove a grown man, let him have it.
1: Let him. I, I totally agree. Let him have it. Um, he should be allowed. I'd like to see him get more involved in the offense too, mm. both running and in the passing game, and that's another name. This is going to be one of those games. There's going to be young guys sprinkling the field, depending on if Alshon plays. It could be the same receiving core as last week um the starting corners will be rasul douglas who actually played well on sunday i thought and Sidney jones there's going to be some young guys on the field but it is going to come down to the leaders this is the a game that the leaders have to win this is a game where this is their team it had super bowl aspirations division champion aspirations and they are not producing this is for them i i'm confident in them because i've seen them produce before I haven't seen it at the level I should this year, but if there was ever a time, it's one and two on the road.
0: Yeah, and it needs it needs to be this week because you need to go into next week with a win, and the week Absolutely. after that, and the week, Honestly, we we need to go <laughs> gotta, every week. You gotta
1: go into a, you gotta go into every week winning. You gotta end up fourteen and two.
0: We're going to need all of our leaders to basically all of our guys against Aaron Rodgers. Because I honestly couldn't tell you who else the Packers have. Like, I know names on the team, but I couldn't tell you, like
1: um so they do this thing where same kind of thing as as jordan howard where they have a really good running back and they just don't use him in um in aaron jones uh mm. their defense is much improved much improved yeah, usually it's aaron Rodgers carrying them and the defense being terrible but this year the offense has really struggled and the defense has carried them uh they have a solid pass rush they have a young secondary who's really talented um and then they have three really good receivers one of
0: one of my arguments is going to be jordan howard knows the packers defense but then i was like, nah. It's whole new it's a new defense he probably doesn't
1: yeah but i mean he's familiar to an extent um so that that is a good point so give me your give me your 30 second um synopsis all
0: right so i think this week the packers are minus five i think i think that's a load of crap <laughs> i think the eagles win by i don't want to say by a lot but i feel i want them to win by Fourteen, but I feel like they'll probably win by like three. I feel like it's going to be a closer one, just because. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers.
1: You're never out of any game when he's in the game.
0: Yeah, i like um that that iconic snap of when the Eagles or when the uh the the Cowboys and the Packers were playing, and that guy's like. <laughs> LOL, Aaron Rodgers has the ball with a minute and 20 left, and they're celebrating.
1: (laughs) It's like they don't even realize what's about to happen. I really don't want to become that meme. (laughs) I really don't. I can't handle it after going one and two. Uh, But he'll keep keep you in any game.
0: Yeah, so I'm not loving the Eagles' chances by winning by a lot just because Aaron Rodgers terrifies me. But I do think they win the game, not just because they have to, just because I genuinely think they get shit together and practice this week and come back and win this game.
1: I agree. I know it's a short week on the road. Everything's really stacked up against them here. But like we said earlier, the leaders on this team, they've come through for us before. I feel like this is the week they have to come through for us. It reminds me a lot of the Rams game uh, back last year towards the end of the year. It was really either win or the season is a wash. They ended up winning. They go in the run. They make the playoffs. Um, and I know we're not that late in the year yet. That was like week 13. I want to say week 12, week 13. We're only in week four here, but in a position where you could end up one in three, um, it kind of feels that way. Kind of feels like everyone's counting them out. Everyone's down on them. They're on the road against a good team. Um, everyone's going to, going to have their, uh, have their money on the other team. They just got to pull this one out somehow. Oh man, um, you that's why I'm kind of confident. in it. I can tell you, you are correct. Seventy-six percent of people have their money on the home team, and I don't blame them because you know they're Aaron Rodgers is good at Lambeau. They're fourteen and one in the last fifteen games that they've played with Aaron Rodgers, and they have. It's true, but at the same time, it it doesn't scare me as much as is one would think. You're just using stats to to. to boast your your agenda and your campaign but um you know like they played the broncos last week mm. and they struggle so i think i'm
0: confident things. because there are we're supposed to lose the eagles are supposed to lose this game i think that's why i'm confident
1: it, it in a weird way that does make sense because when we've been put in those positions in the past we've come through and actually won so hopefully that trend continues on thursday Hey, the, the, I think that the Packers are due for a letdown game. I haven't checked their schedule after our game, but I'd like to think that if they could slip up and one, it would be this one, especially after the 3-0 and start. They have Dallas right after us. Fuck. <laughs> 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 on the but, road or at home? Uh, it's got to be on the in, road.
0: It's in Dallas, yeah. Fuck.
1: Alright. Um, well.
0: But Brightside, they are looking past the Eagles because they think it's going to be easy, and they're looking on to Dallas. There we go. The Eagles are going to sneak up on them and beat them.
1: Spin this however way we want to,
0: right? I'm gonna spin it however way I need to to make sure the Eagles win this game. To
1: make sure that the Eagles win. I'm yep. gonna do everything. We gotta I win can. that division. I'm
0: gonna do everything in my power to make the Eagles win this game.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, you got it's to. It's all
0: about the fans. Like we're the ones that make them win the game. Yep. As long as no one forgets that.
1: I can't believe that we made it through the entire podcast without bringing up that guy. Uh, rescuing those kids from the burning building and then bringing up Aguilar and the Penn dean of admissions just screaming his head off like a maniac amazing (laughs) if you're the
0: Penn dean of admissions you gotta just not act like an asshole in public
1: who i think i'm honestly more in favor of it like the fact that that guy gets to decide if you go to an ivy league school or not that's pretty amazing to me i love it yeah he's all power to
0: him he just isn't allowed to be mad at the situation he can't be like oh i can't believe you put me on tv like yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's just, I don't know if he is mad, but he's not allowed to be.
1: I doubt that he is. I feel like everyone felt his pain and his anguish. And everyone looked at that guy and were like, well, we've been there. Yeah.
0: And Aguilar responding to the guy is... Incredible. It's the, the literally the perfect... That's one of the reasons I feel like this team is going to bounce back, because he knows exactly what he did. And seeing yep. that definitely lit something inside of him. He's like, ooh.
1: Low-key, he's definitely pissed, but at the same time, he played it right in public. Um, and it's one of those things you, you prevent negative energy from getting in the locker room, from getting uh, in the city even more than it is, you, you know. It, you you just you learn from what you did wrong. Hopefully, I know he's had struggles before and, and again and again and again, <laughs> all his mishaps. <laughs> that guy is so funny. That is the most Philadelphia thing ever, to just to be in a life-or-death situation rescuing kids from a burning building and your thought is, oh, I can't believe the Eagles are going too. <laughs> It that is the most Philly thing ever. Someone <laughs>
0: said it's the most Philly thing ever. We're good, but not nice, or something like that. Good, it, it but not nice. The way they worded it was so perfect. I yeah, feel it's... bad not doing it just, <laughs> but it was literally the like exactly how people in Philly are.
1: Yeah, you take your you you, you take your time to being a hero to just like spite. <laughs> The third wide receiver on the Eagles because you're mad and how he played in week three against the Lions while a, a building is burning down behind you. <laughs>
0: he said, Philadelphia, nice but not good.
1: Nice but not good. <laughs> there. What, what a I think scene. It's
0: pretty, I think it's pretty spot on.
1: Nobody produces content like Philadelphia Eagles fans. You may be able Absolutely to throw not. Bills fans in there because they could, they, but no, they're one trick Everything they do is unoriginal. It's just a bunch of people jumping through tables. We just have the most random shit ever happen. Just, the perfect example is that fire and the pending of emissions. It's just always something. There's always a guy running into a subway pole. Yeah, We've always got something new and different. They it's greased, I love they the
0: greased up the, the light poles in Philadelphia. You're not, you're not going to see that anywhere else.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. Hopefully we can do it again. It starts this week. I'm pretty confident. Vince, you seem pretty confident too, right? For some reason, I'm very confident, yeah. I'm not even going to give a score prediction this week. Neither, we both think it will be close because yeah. we ruined it last week. Mm-hmm. We got a, no recaps, no predictions, just hope. <laughs> That's all we have. That's all we have. That's all we'll have. We have for now. Hopefully we'll have some more next week. We'll see if we can get it done on Thursday. You up. But if God got us, then we be all right. Nigga, we gon' be all right. Nigga, be all right. We gon' be
0: all right. Alright, do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright. Nigga, we gon' be alright. Huh? We gon' be alright. Nigga, we gon' be alright. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright.